Prey is the fifth movie in the Predator franchise, and follows a young Comanche woman desperate to prove herself as a capable hunter. After the last abysmal film in the series, fans pinned a lot of hope onto Prey, and today we'll see if this back-to-basics approach restores the glory of Predator. Welcome everyone to the Atomic Cinema Experiment. I am Peter, and joining me as always is Tara. Greetings, citizens. This is a science fiction movie podcast. We get together, we watch a sci-fi movie, we talk about it. It's really quite that simple. And of course, we had been working through the Predator franchise since late last year, and it's all been building up to the new entry, which is what we're going to talk about today. This is the fifth Predator movie, well, fifth standalone Predator movie, I should say, not counting the Alien vs. Predator films. And this is Prey, which uh, went straight to Hulu and Disney+, Plus, depending on your location. And we'll start spoiler-free as we always do. We'll give you a warning before we get into spoilers. So we'll give our general thoughts and opinions and feelings and talk about some of the elements. And then we'll get into actually breaking down uh, stuff behind the spoiler wall. So that is, uh, that's what we're going to do. So, yeah. And it's worth mentioning that about four days before it launched, the reviews started coming out. And, you know, they were pretty positive. You know, they went straight to 100% in Rotten Tomatoes. That obviously did eventually fall. I think it's down to like 93%. But, you know, with a lot of reviews, so still a very respectable score. And I think, you know, maybe I speak for both of us here. Uh, I don't imagine you're going to disagree with too much of this. Maybe you'll have a few pointers to add on to it. But in my life, ever since I have been old enough to actually go and see an Alien or Predator movie, to put both franchises together. Everyone that's come out, and this is starting with the first Alien vs. Predator that's been out whilst I've been old enough to actually go see one, has been at best mediocre <laughs> and at worst absolute dog shit. <laughs> so the prospect of actually getting a good Predator sequel was enticing. How did you feel when the reviews dropped? Yeah, absolutely very excited. Yeah. I mean, obviously I was hopeful. We had the director of 10 Cloverfield Lane, Dan Trachtenberg. We had a cool premise, the initial poster. The trailers looked good. There was a lot of positivity. But we had some reasons to think The Predator may be good last time as well, and that you know turned out to be a mess. So you can't always know for sure. So uh, yeah, so this is uh, obviously set in the early 1700s. And it is a Native American main character, uh, Nauru, played by Amber uh, Midthunder, who uh, I know from Legion. Uh, apparently, she's also been a regular character on Roswell, like the new Roswell show that's been on recently. Uh, but this is kind of, as far as I can tell, her first big movie role. And she's our lead. I know her from nothing. Well, there you go. You've discovered someone, yeah. Mm-hmm. Exciting. Uh, and she is this young warrior hunter uh, maybe a better term and she wants to prove herself to her tribe uh, because no one really expects her to hunt or thinks she can hunt and it becomes this kind of proving and of course the irony being that she ends up trying to prove herself with what turns out to be a predator because <laughs> you know it's a predator movie so uh, we'll get into everything of course in spoilers but uh, for now we'll keep spoiler free uh, and I'll ask the question that we're ultimately here to answer tara what did you think of prey i loved it i loved it 
I think it's really great. I think it's uh, it's definitely a movie that we can be proud to say that we are alive to see it on release. And uh, the only thing I really didn't like about it is that you couldn't see it in a theater. What the hell? Why is this not a theater-worthy movie and a streaming film only? Uh, I hate that. Actually, I think this may have something to do with because Disney inherited it from Fox when they bought Fox because it was already like in development. I think I think it's maybe something to do with that. I'm not sure. I think that's stupid. Um, it's a very like, uh, it's a it's a darkly filmed movie. So like, it would have been nice to be in a big cold room <laughs> in a theater with uh, the beautiful images we get on screen and the atmosphere and really like sink yourself into it, you know. But yeah, I really liked it. Uh, I think it's a great film. Yeah, I liked it a lot too. Uh, it's. It's very tight, it's got a simple premise, it wants to do some really specific things, and it sets out to achieve them. It's well shot, I like Amber Midthunder as a star. Uh, I think she carries the movie quite, you know, quite, mm-hmm. you know, compellingly. Honestly, I like all the characters in this. I like her brother a lot, too. Yeah, brother's obviously probably the, the next main character, he's pretty solid. Um, I think the movie looks good. By and large, there is some CG, you know, on some of the animals here or there that's a little bit spotty, but it serves its purpose and the scenes they're in are pretty good. So you, you kind of forgive mm-hmm. it a bit better when the, the actual concept of the scene is good. Uh, yeah. And obviously there's some slight changes to the Predator's design, but that's intentional. It's not just because they've redesigned it for rede- redesigning sake. There is some theory behind why it's a little bit different compared to the other movies. So we'll get into that as well when we get into spoilers. Uh, but... And there is a great dog in this. There is a dog. She has a dog. Her faith. I mean, if, uh, technically, the second star of the movie is a dog. He's the second yeah, main character. Totally. Uh, yeah. For being really honest. I was going to bring it up, but you know, you were on a roll. So. No, no, you're you're right. You're right. The dog is uh, worth mentioning. Or maybe third. If you love a good dog. If you count the predators, the other stars. I suppose technically, maybe third. But <laughs> you know what I mean. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So. Yeah, it, like the, the premise of this, like from the t- from the moment they announced it, it was like this feels right. It feels right to just yes. go back to basics. That overcomplicated nonsense that that last movie tried to do was just the wrong direction for the series, and mm-hmm. just put it in a predator into a different time period with a different type of like warrior to face off against. And I'm not necessarily saying that I want them to keep doing this because you run the risk of doing the Assassin's Creed thing where you're just picking different time periods constantly and it's just the same thing over and over again. But because yeah. we haven't had a simple, straightforward Predator movie, reset. Yeah, yeah. it felt really refreshing to just have a simple story of a character. Because I do think if you get a lot of these that are just the same thing but in different settings, that eventually the process of the character discovering what the Predator is is going to get tedious. Like, that will mm-hmm. get tiring if we keep seeing it over and over again. But because we've... We've not done it in such a long time, and because, um, like the character's compelling, because there's a good arc for the character that kind of mirrors in a weird way the predator to a point, uh, up to an extent, uh, mm-hmm. it works, and you know it's it's entertaining. Uh, if, if anything, if if I have a critique to, to or like a a negative negative to give my just overall opinion, it would just be that it's really good, even great. It's just maybe not the astronomical. Like, it's like some of the, the reviews and the buzz coming the days before were like, this may be better than the first movie. And it's not, okay? It's not better than the original yeah. Predator. That's not. I have one reviewer that I listened to, and she said, like, this is her favorite Predator movie now. I'm like, whoa, okay. <laughs> like, this is 
<laughs> this is a nice tease. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, I, I, I mean, I, I'd also say that I do think objectively this is the second best Predator movie, but I might still love Predator 2 a little bit more. Maybe that's just because I've had it for so long. Big Willie would agree with you. <laughs> I just, you know, I've had too, uh, too many years with it. Maybe as I see this more over time, maybe it'll overtake Predator 2. But I really love Predator yeah. 2. <laughs> so. Yeah, yeah. We both, I mean, you guys can check out the review if you haven't mm. already, but, like, we both love that film. Absolutely. So... Uh, but I do agree that this is probably a better movie. Yeah, yeah. I, I think this is probably a better movie, but I kind of love I just too. Obviously, I don't have nostalgia for it. It just came out. Exactly, yeah. Uh, although I have watched it twice, because I, I, I couldn't... Because we were recording this on Sunday. I couldn't wait till Sunday to watch. I had to watch on Friday, so I watched that again today. <laughs> yeah. I did too. I watched it yesterday, and I watched it this morning. Yeah, so... Uh, the fact that it was good enough to want to watch the second time is probably the, the, the ringing endorsement that one could probably give and it's very lean as well it's not over long like i mean it's like an hour 40 something on the runtime but the actual credits start hitting about 90 minutes so it's really just 90 minutes like once it actually mm-hmm. hits the credits um yeah the action is very good the set pieces are fun and simple they make sense you can see and tell what's going on and i say that because the last two well not the last two directly but AVP 2 and The Predator had a lot of problems with like the editing being erratic and things being too dark. Um, especially AVP 2. Which, by the way, for as bad as The Predator is, because I I, a lot of people this weekend have been putting out The Predator rankings because they've got a new one to like, slot into it. Uh, mm-hmm. And some of them are a bit weird and wacky and whatever, but there's a lot of them that have The Predator under uh, AVP 2. And I'm like, it is bad, but come on. <laughs> it's not requiem requiem is like a special (laughs) level of hell (laughs) let's not let's not (laughs) pretend otherwise here (laughs) um so yeah no movie's great uh i had a good time with it uh i love the different tone that it has um i i almost could have done actually see when it comes to the credits at the end you know again we're not talking about anything that's in the movie here i almost wish it did finally come in with like a version of the main theme because it, it doesn't the movie doesn't have it never does yeah. yeah and all of them even the bad ones have all had it up until this point they've, if anything they've mm-hmm. overused it so i was kind of hoping that maybe they'd finally have one at the end but i did like the score like i thought it was kind of cool to have a completely different feel i did too and the there was parts of the score that actually did remind me of the original um theme at least where mm. like it feels like it's a it's a nod to the the style of the song of the main theme but without going into it yeah it's, it's got a little little just sort of touches almost like it's a prototype for the for the you know the one we get in the McTiernan film so i kind of like you know this is the predator's first trip to earth the first time yeah yeah you know this is the first version of the song <laughs> that's stupid but like yeah, I, I just a little I, bit. I kinda wanted it to kick in properly in the end credits to just give me like you know, it can be in its own style, it can be like with its own instruments that it's been using throughout the score and things like that and have its own you know, flavour of it, but I was kinda mm-hmm. hoping it would kinda kick in uh when it hit the credits. Respect that they you know, had the restraint though not to like use it all the time so much like yeah. all the other ones did. No, I appreciate that. Um, and I do think the main themes that it does have, especially because it's actually this one is maybe the only one that has some of the more like kind of heartfelt themes because there's like some sort of like coming of age heroic kind of like tracks for our main character Naru. She's like, you know, like, when she's like being brave enough to actually walk off into the forest, like when she says, you know what, I'm not doing what I'm supposed to do, I'm going to go do this. Like, that's got, like, a really nice track as she goes and does that and stuff. Uh, actually, 
it's just a weird like little nitpick thing to complain about but um so the title screen at the start right and it's funny because i brought up the title screen during the yeah, predator as well i know what you're gonna say because i was gonna bring this up too yeah so it does this thing without spoiling anything the camera just sort of like tilts up to the sky and the, the logo you know it's almost as if the logo was waiting in the sky and the camera looks up at it but and that's fine that's cool that's, there's nothing wrong with that the problem is is that they keep like the copyright text underneath it and that's also that's so weird like why is that there but it's, it's not just the, like see if it just faded in after after the camera stopped moving and the title was there in perfectly you know center position if then the copyright text faded in i'd be like fine but it's actually already there as if it's already as if it's also waiting right under the title so when the camera goes up the first thing you actually see is copyright xx you know c i whatever <laughs> like, like i just thought it was it was a strange choice because it, it looks it makes it look cheap i don't know why like but like uh it, it doesn't look as professional the, is the first thing you see when the camera goes up is the copyright text underneath the title not the title itself and it is baffling to, especially since not most movies don't need to put the copyright text in the title screen most of them no. don't so they didn't do it in the invisible man where like the water comes up and you see the title <laughs> there's no like copyright and yeah. tiny text so <laughs> yeah if that felt weird i don't know what the the reasoning or you know because i i don't imagine the director wanted that it, it has to be mandated and i'm not sure why but yeah it's weird th- there it is uh so it's a weird nitpick to have but it did bug me and it bugged me even more the second time when i knew it was coming and i'm like 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 it takes me out of the moment i don't like it yeah, yeah it takes me out of, didn't like it it takes me out of the moment because it's like instead of just being like oh it's a movie title i'm like copyright text it's a cool way to introduce the title yeah. you know like going up and having the having the, the title of prey in the sky and the the actual title looks good yeah yeah but yeah yeah uh didn't like that but I mean, honestly, at this point, if you think I'm being a little negative, like I've got all my complaints pretty much out of the way. Like, uh, barring one or two mm-hmm. little things from uh, that I can't say because of spoilers, like the CG being a bit spotty at times, the title having the copyright thing, not having the main theme at the end, like that's basically my complaints. And if that's all my complaints are, then we're in pretty good territory here. Yeah, I mean, kind of like the how the first Predator film feels like a an action movie that gets invaded by a science fiction movie. Mm. This movie feels like a, like a historical piece, like not like Terrence Malick or anything, but like, um, you know, like Revenant or something that gets interrupted by a Predator <laughs> film. And I, I love that. I love how this feels so back to basic without the mistakes of the other directors who are like, oh, people like just big men shooting at things like now, that wasn't the basics that it makes the Predator so great, you know, because even though you had all those giant men who were very capable, they were being hunted by something that they didn't understand. And that is really the point of the film, not not that they're big and strong and they can shoot down forests, you know. So having uh, and having something that's like, you know, obviously the, the Predator is 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 older, so or an older version of the predator so it doesn't have all the technology but it still has so much technology versus the these people who have you know hatchets <laughs> with ropes attached to them as their technology yeah you and can, see you see can, what what happens from there is is uh is a really cool idea for a predator film you can tell that it is a you know a more primitive version of the predator but it still has like a laser sight for example which you know 
Like, that's the thing. The first time that laser sight pops up in this movie, the characters who are getting aimed at, they don't understand it's a laser sight. Because, you know, and yeah. when, when Arnold sees, like, a laser sight on him, like, he understands full well what that means and what it is. Because he understands... Because even just the idea of artificial light to, to these characters is, you know, a, an alien concept because they, they, they're yeah. still working with fire and, like, pointy sticks and shit, you know? Um, so that that kind of like difference is kind of wild um there is some like the predator's got a different design and i, I did see something about the director talking about how it's actually like, the, the 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 working sort of behind it is the idea that you know not all predators come from the same like race if that makes sense like the you know there's mm-hmm. different like clans and tribes of predators on the, the home world and the idea is that this first one that we see in here is not the exact same uh not from the exact same part of the planet as the predators we've seen in other movies that's why the face is different uh yeah, this movie isn't saying like those other sequels don't exist, even with uh, it being a prequel. There's actually a lot that ties into the films that came after it. So, like, I I won't say specifically, but like, you know, it, it's, you can't just be like, oh, this is a prequel. So, like, you don't have to worry about things that happen in Predators or in Predator 2 or whatever. Like, you know, there's still there is still some connective tissue. And I think that's also well, kind of a brave choice in... Well, uh, Predator this. and Predator Two. I I don't think you need to give a shit about Predators or the Predator for this. Well, I think I still like I give respect because there's a lot of like franchises are like okay we're going to bring it back, but we're only counting it from the first or second movie, and then all the other sequels don't matter. You know, uh, this one doesn't seem to take that route, which I think is kind of cool. There's nothing that says that it doesn't take that route though. <laughs> there's like nothing that says Predators and pre- the Predator, like. Uh, this is a weird thing to argue, but like, well, I don't want to say till till spoilers, but there is something that connects it to predators. Mm-hmm. Okay, I didn't catch that <laughs> clearly. I well, okay, I'll, I'll just—I don't. Maybe it's not a spoiler, so if it is, you can cut it out from here. But like, it's the the helmet that he wears is based off an animal that we see in Predators. Like, it's the skull of the creature that's there. That's ah. turned into a helmet. I didn't recognize it. Yeah. I looked it up in the trivia. But oh, like, oh, that's awesome. <laughs> oh, did you recognize it, though, when you actually watched the movie? No. Okay, okay. <laughs> but I, I looked it up in the trivia, and I was like, oh, that's really cool. And like, I can see it now. Because... Uh... Yeah, because there's not very much memorable about Predators, let's be honest. Like, No, I mean, like, a lot of the tech technology that the Predator uses in the other films also shows up here. You know, it's not like... Uh, they still have spaceships, obviously, so <laughs> they're not going to be completely primitive. Uh, yeah, primitive of course. version of Predator. Of course, but you can sort of see how they've sort of, like, backdated some of their tech a little bit, you know? Yeah. Like, his... Like, I won't say... We'll save most of this for spoilers, but, you know, like, his shoulder gun doesn't fire the same thing that you know the 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 modern mm-hmm. predators guns do and things like that so there's some interesting stuff there i will say i mean i don't love the design of the new face it's just kind of you know it's not as iconic as the as the classic predator but it, you know it functions and it doesn't really matter in the grand scheme of things because the the predator itself and it's like this predator has so much more presence and menace and character mm-hmm than any of the predators in the last couple of predators movies like you know it you get a sense of what the character of this predator is 
his presence is always treated with this aura like he's this unstoppable force like he's smart but at the same time you still get that this is like maybe a younger predator who's like still making mistakes and is still a bit reckless at times and is still maybe uh, you know being cocky with his skills and that maybe is why people get a chance here or there to fight back because he's mm-hmm. you know if this was a trained if this was like a, a mature predator they'd have no chance kind of thing <laughs> um so and that and a lot of or that one that had previous experience on earth maybe yeah but i mean we don't know for sure that the other predators that we've seen the other movies have ever had experience on earth before like i, I always well, got I imagine the, they've heard of earth they've heard of earth but i always got the impression that this was like it's not like they, they come back here repeatedly it's more like this is a rite of passage like you know they go off when they're you know late teens early 20s whatever it is and do their thing no? Uh, yeah, I guess I don't know. It just seems more like, a, like for me, I was getting, I was picking up on like this predator in particular, like doesn't know what it's going to encounter on the planet. Because otherwise, because if it did, it would go after humans. Well, yeah, right but away. this 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 one's very different though. Because this one, like they've said in interviews, this is the first predator that's ever landed on yeah. Earth. So exactly, er- yeah. everything this predator encounters is new to it. So that's kind of so I imagine like the predator that shows up in. Uh, in you know the first film is like yeah i'm i've come here to hunt humans uh, that's what i've come here yeah for. yeah I know what to expect i know what their technology technology is and this is what's going to make it the challenge and that i've matched my technology to be able to defeat them yeah well it definitely makes it harder for the humans in that scenario because they've got a bit more experience as a culture like they know what to expect on earth yeah um this predator though what part of what makes it work so well though is that the idea that he's this young hunter who's like trying to prove himself mirrors the main character because she's a young hunter trying to prove herself and that's and it kind of leads to an interesting debate actually that i've seen online the last couple days is the decision to actually see the predator at all before the main character does and whether or not it was the right choice to do so um without getting into specifics about how we see the predator and like and what but because obviously the, the reason for it in the movie and the reason why the decision is clearly made is because it wants to show the parallels between the two. You know, it wants to show that he's a young hunter, she's a young hunter, and it's trying to show a little bit of that before they encounter each other. Um, and I do think there's an argument to be had either way of like, is that the right thing to do or is the right thing to do for, for, for you know, tension and horror sake is to only get the hints that she gets of there being something out there. And then eventually when they get the, the full reveal, that's when you should see him for the first time kind of thing. How do you feel? Like, do you think they made the right choice, or do you think they should have waited until? I don't think I, I quite understand what the complaint is. Is it like that they're upset that you get to see the predator arrive on Earth before, like, I, like I don't know? Because in the first movie, like we were saying, uh, we had the discussion about how, like, is it a mistake to show the predator fly to Earth and land on Earth? Um, instead of like starting it off as an action movie with Arnold Schwarzenegger that no, becomes an it, alien invasion film all of a sudden. It's not really about the landing uh, on Earth because the, the signs of that are mostly something that, you know, it's, it's like rumbles in the sky that our characters actually see. So it's from her perspective. So, so we, we just experience what she does. It's more that we see the Predator doing anything in his own scenes of any kind before she runs into him. Like... Like, there's an argument, and I understand the argument because I do think it would also be effective in a different way where you only see, like, the, the, the signs, that, you know, the tracks, or I don't want to get any specifics, but, you know, the, the things that she sees where she's like, there's something out here. Like, just that stuff until the actual interaction for the first time. 
No, I don't think I would like that better. I, I really like the way it's done here where we get to see the Predator first time on Earth. Like, I really pick up a lot of what he's trying to do there just from watching his interactions. Well, I mean, that, that's why I say, like, I get the parallels and why they decide to do that way, which is why I'm not framing it as a critique. I'm just sort of, like, posing the debate because I've seen other people say that online. I think there's value of doing it both ways, and I understand why they picked this way. Uh, yeah, but I think I, this way is is the is. I mean, I, it's the only one I've seen, obviously, but I, I do think it's the right way to do it, especially if you're going to have the themes of you know the film. Why not have it, you know, be a mirror of the of the main character? I yeah. think that's the right way to do to go. And of course, those elements that you don't necessarily just see everything when you see them early on. You know, it does conceal a lot of things. Uh, for later but you know just just the idea that we get to see kind of like oh what's the predator up to <laughs> you know yeah uh, and it is pretty quick like it's not like you're gonna wait for a predator to show up you know yeah yeah it's not too long at all uh the, the movie does want to make it a parallel between the predator and the main character uh quite early on so um but yeah uh yeah i suppose it's time to just say spoilers and dive in uh and and talk about things as we go so full spoilers for prey you've been warned um so the movie you know it just opens with us getting to know our main character with uh with naru like uh you know she, she's one of the women in the tribe so she's expected to pick flowers and and cook and do medicine and things like that you know she's not expected to be a hunter but the, one of the first things we see her do is when she's out you know picking flowers or whatever is she is she looks over at the trees and she's clearly got a sparkle in her eye and she's like yeah f this <laughs> and then the next thing we see is her practicing with her tomahawk where she's throwing it to tree to tree to tree and uh just practicing her aim and stuff like this is this is what she really is this is what she really wants to be um and you know the, the first like i'd say 15 20 minutes is all about reinforcing that idea so that you know her, her mother says oh your dad left you that that tomahawk to you know to to cut whatever with not you know go hunting and we see her almost get a deer with it um you know there's a little on the nose moment where she said you know she gives something to the dog i think it's part of the fish and the dog uh, runs out and the mum goes oh you've he's well trained and she's like oh that's easy you know he's smart and the mum just looks at her and goes not every creature that's smart can easily be trained <laughs> and it's just you know it's just it's really kind of hit, hitting what this movie is going to be it's, it's it's obviously a bit coming of age but it's very much about her proving herself and everyone else not thinking she's capable and her being determined to do it and there's i mean just to skip ahead a little bit uh just for one little line i might have hated um the the direct line that references you know the if it bleeds we can kill it i might have thought that was a bit cringy if it wasn't for the fact that from a hunter <laughs> no no not that if it wasn't for the fact that right before her brother says it, it's because she's... Well, the line that prompts it is her directly saying, I don't think we can kill this thing. And then he says, if it bleeds, we can kill it, right? But it's because in that scene, when they're having this conversation, she, she realizes that the predator didn't attack her in a previous scene because she wasn't a threat. But, and that, but what I liked about that is because it's a spin on every other version of that we've ever had, which is that makes her sad because she wants to be seen as an equal and as a threat and as someone who can hunt and the predator dismissed this alien creature who can't understand her language or anything has dismissed her 
and said, no, she is a, a feeble weakling who should not be mm-hmm. attacked. And that, yeah. so when she says that, I was like, that is actually really smart to flip it like that, where that's a sad thing for her, where she, she feels like she's been overlooked because of that. Um, mm-hmm. And then her brother gives her a pep talk and says, oh, your plan is what to help kill the lion earlier, blah, 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 blah. Like, but I think that's what made it work for me. So, you know, all this setup early on is really important because it's like, okay, this is... And we see like, the other assholes who don't really respect her and say, we don't need a chef out here to hunt the lion kind of thing. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's just showing the predators doing the same thing as they are. They're underestimating her her capabilities. And even in that moment, she's learning something that she will use against the predator in the ultimate battle, you know, which obviously is going to happen. Yeah, yeah. Uh, that if you're overlooked, then that, you, you've got an advantage until you attack. <laughs> Basically, you've got a window. Mm-hmm. Uh, you won't be expecting it kind of thing. And she's smart. I mean, that's something that's clearly, uh, you know, established early on in the film as well. And she knows, I mean, everyone knows that she's um, good at medicine, but like, I don't even think that she acknowledges just how good at medicine she is. Like, it, like people who really depend on just whatever common stuff is, is around, like different flowers and stuff. Like, she's like, oh yeah, no problem. <laughs> yeah, and she's get it. better at tracking than most of them are. Like, she's the one yeah. that recognizes that this isn't a bear. You know, that's footprint that they find. Uh, yes. next to the the snake that the predator skinned which i didn't even realize that was a snake at first because it's just this cylinder of flesh like i was like mm-hmm. oh that's a snake i was wondering what this sausage looking thing was mm-hmm. uh but yeah uh which again is one of the first things you see from the predators uh the uh the snake you, and after the you follow an ant like go up the invisible foot <laughs> yeah the predator now, that's the key thing is all, all this early predator stuff is the, the invisible cloaking's on the whole time so yeah uh, and it feels like they've actually reworked it a little bit to look a little bit slicker than the previous movies i yeah, felt there's still a shimmer if he moves but if he's still like you can't see yeah uh but yeah he ends up like grabbing the snake and killing it. that's like the first predator he kills if you will um mm-hmm. yeah you know, he is. he's just on earth and he's watching he's watching nature to see what the competition is here and first it's a is a snake that goes after a rat yeah. and kills the snake because that's the predator. Yeah, and then the second time it's he's watching this wolf hunt a, a hare or whatever it is, and mm-hmm. he's you know he's watching it from a distance. So we get the thermal vision. We're watching this chase happen, and then eventually the wolf actually does try to do a standoff. The wolf thinks, "Oh, I'm going to take this invisible bastard on. I, I ain't scared." And the predator just like slices it and kills it. It's you know it's, it's you know the wolf had no chance yeah. <laughs> basically. But he's working his way up the, you know, the the chain, as it will. You know, he's not quite mm-hmm. a humans yet. He's sort of testing to see, you know, what each of the, the species are like. Uh, and that's good stuff. There's a couple... I can't remember what was off the top of my head now. It's telling me. But there's a couple of direct times where it uh, it cuts from what the Predator's doing to what Naru's doing. And they're basically doing the same thing. I think it might be when... Oh, I can't remember now. It may be when he's like... You know, he's like... Uh, when she, I, maybe when she's sharpening something or something, he's sharpening something, but there's, a, there's definitely like a cut at one point where it cuts from what he's doing to what she's doing, and it's basically the same thing, just in their own yeah, way. Yeah, Trachtenberg's really trying to establish, like, yeah. they're they're going to be equals. like they're, Or at least their goals are more similar than you might think. Yeah, yeah. Because uh, the, the part of the plot early on with the humans is that there's somewhat, one of the, 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 the tribe has been attacked by a mountain lion or whatever, and they have to go hunt the lion and find their friend and this is where she tries to prove herself she comes along she gives them medicine uh and by that i mean you know flowers that she's kind of mushed up and 
you know, put in his mouth. And she's recognizing there's something else going on here. It's not just like a bear. It's not just a lion. Uh, but there's a great when the lion attacks though, because she she wants to prove herself and she sticks around. Uh, there's a great moment where this visual of the lion on one branch of the tree, and then she's on the other branch with the spear. Uh, and it's it's a great it's a great visual. Uh, and the Wouldn't guy be great to see it on the screen, like yeah. big screen. Oh yeah, and the guy who's with her was like right before was like, nah, you're gonna fail, and then we're gonna have to go hunt this lion after you're taken back to camp, woman. And then immediately he gets killed. And that that's yeah, the thing. Like mid-sentence. <laughs> all of the other tribes guys who other than her brother, who are just talking down to her, like like you know they're all going to get killed. And like they're making yeah. you what and they're not the, the most veiled characters in the film, because we'll get to the French, you know, uh, poachers later. But like it's like, okay, you're making me want to see all these characters die, and that's okay, because they're going to die. <laughs> <laughs> they're definitely going to die. I didn't want to see them die, but they were, like, definitely dicks to her. <clears throat> yes. The, I mean, the Frenchmen, yeah, I want to see them all die. Yeah. Well, do, do you know what this one is? is the first hint of the French. You don't know it's Frenchmen yet, but when she finds all the skinned buffalo, but all the meat's still on them, it reminded me weirdly of that scene in Jurassic World where the Indominus Rex has killed all of the, the bronchosauruses or whatever it was. Right. And it wasn't, he wasn't eating them. It was yeah. just doing it for sport. <laughs> yeah and it was almost like oh this is more evil than the predator like the predator you know yeah he's taking trophies well, that's the thing right like yeah. the predator has a code and this uh, comanche tribe have a code for their hunt you know that's why she does the little prayer thing for them you know yeah for the buffalo yeah it's uh and you know it's it's like when she she, she does like get a blow into the line but she knocks herself out you know after she stabs it and she wakes up back at camp and then her brother comes out of the 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 forest holding the lion's head with the body over his shoulder like a badass and you know everyone else is happy but she's sad because she couldn't do it her brother did though um so she, after he carried her all the way back to camp yeah after he saved her ass as well so she feels really useless and yeah. this is kind of the inspiration you know the next morning when she like gets up and she's meant to be going to do the flower stuff again like she has done and she's like no screw this and she packs for a journey to go and hunt whatever this other thing is that's out there that she knows is out there and takes her dog and it's a really good big moment because like everyone's looking at her she's leaving because she's not dressed like they are you know she's put on her, her traveling gear and stuff mm-hmm. Got uh, more paint on. and it feels like a big a big moment uh and that's the thing this movie it does have long stretches with very little dialogue because she's just out there on her own with the dog and she's you know she's hunting she's she's tracking she's practicing with her hat uh, or i say hatchet or tomahawk and she even ties like a rope to it at one point so she can sort of pull it back and she's She's got the Kratos axe <laughs> now, right? <laughs> Whatever it's called. I can't remember. It's been a while since I played the yeah. game. But... I'm sure some of the physics with us are a little bit off, but it made for some cool scenes, so I'm not uh... It really did, yeah. yeah. I liked it. Yeah. And it established that you know, she does this, you know, she establishes early on that she's good with it and she's and I got excited because when she's like, you know, she's throwing it at the tree and pulling it back and throwing it to another tree very quickly. I, I got excited because I'm like she's going to throw that into the Predator later on and it's going to be exciting. It's going to be, you know, a big moment, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, and sure enough. So, yeah, uh, this is all going on. Um, she, she spends the night. She does, like, fall into, like, a mud pit at one point and, uh, like, almost dies. Like, she has to, like, you know, throw the, the tomahawk and pull herself out. 
and she just does it at the last second. She gets covered like neck down in mud. Yeah. And obviously, if you're a Predator fan, you're thinking, I, I oh. was thinking Predator was going to like show up and like not see her and she was going to get the hint. Yeah. But, or I mean, it happens I, later anyway. But. Well, not quite, not quite, because I, I, I was thinking, oh, they've set up, like, once she learns how to like, you know, that it sees Camouflage. heat. Right? Yeah. She's, she's got like a natural place to go and get a mud bath, basically, right? Uh, but it turns out to be a red herring, and it's actually, no, it's more about trapping the predator layer. Uh, mm-hmm. She actually cools her body temperature in a different way, uh, because she, she learns a new method, um, mm-hmm. which is set up early on, because when the injured guy who got hit by the lion, or bit by the lion, I should say, uh, like she gives him the me- medicine, and they're saying, oh, he's cold, we should heat him up. And she says, no, 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 the cold's good. It, it'll, it'll help keep him alive until we get him back to camp. So it yeah. establishes that that medicine... fever. Yeah. yeah. So it establishes that that medicine kills his body temperature, which is, you know, she discovers later on when the predator, like, doesn't see the guy the playing dead. Yeah. yeah. He's playing dead and he can't see him, but then he steps on him by accident and then the guy screams and he's like, oh, oh stop. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. That's you. Yeah, very good moment. Yeah. So all, all this early stuff is good. It's very atmospheric. It's like getting to know the character and how determined she is. And once she's out on her own, obviously she eventually, uh, you know, encounters the Predator. That's kind of what we're building up to. Um, mm-hmm. I did, like, just an update on, like, an old thing, is that uh, you see him using his spray on the wolf's, like, head to get rid of the, the fur and the flesh, so it's just the, the skull. He does that in the first movie, but because now, obviously, we have, like, better visual effects, like, you can really see it, like, melting the... The, the yeah. face and the fur and all that. I was like, okay, it did okay. Look, yeah, it looked new. I couldn't remember if that was something that we had seen before, like, or how it cleaned the the skulls previously. But, um, yeah, it, yeah. Looked, it definitely looked like a new thing because of the the special effects we had. Yeah, I don't think it is. It's, I think because we do see him spray the the skulls and stuff in the previous movies. But I think it's yeah. just that now it just like, oh, we can actually show it, it melting. It was just the... like some sort of resin to yeah. petrify. <laughs> or something. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. of that, in the old movies, it was basically already just a skull that he was just yeah, spraying. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so that was a nice update. I was, you know, no, was... I, I liked it. Yeah, I appreciate that. And but... it was good belt decoration for. Oh yeah, yeah. So we have to talk about the bear. That's kind of that's the big thing we're talking about now is the bear. It's <laughs> a great bear scene. scene. Yeah. So so they come across a bear, uh, the main character and the dog, and she goes to shoot it with the bow. And even this was kind of set up earlier on, actually, that if the bow gets wet, the the string can... Yeah, uncoil. Or... Uncoil, yeah. yeah. Uh, and all because of her mud bath, her, her bow's weak, and it doesn't fire, and the bear hears it and like it roars and turns around and is coming for them. So we get like a bit of a chase sequence just from her running from the bear, and obviously the whole movie you're thinking, is this dog going to die? I don't want the dog to oh, die. Oh, yeah, yeah. That would be unacceptable. <laughs> Everybody else could die. She could die. Not the dog. Not the dog. <laughs> uh, but yeah, we get this great scene where she she runs into like the, uh, the what do you even call it? Like all the build up of like wooden twigs and shit in the river. It looks like a beaver dam. Like a beaver dam. Yeah, okay. It's a beaver dam. Uh, mm-hmm. So she runs into the beaver dam and the bears try to get to her. And then out of nowhere, obviously, we just like the bear, the bear gets pulled back. And we get, like, she watches this fight, like, between, the, you know, the, the, the wood and the twigs. And she just sees, like, this invisible, you can kind of see the outline off because of the shimmering, fighting the bear. Uh, the odd little, like, red flash, like, you know, it's, 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 it's like whenever his, like, suit gets damaged, or, or he's, he's, like, uh, tech gets damaged, there's, like, a little, like, flash of red. Right. You know? uh, and I, what I love about this is that the bear actually does prove a bit of a 
tough challenge where mm-hmm. he does get knocked out. Like the bear kind of wins and starts to walk away. You you see the bear's got the green blood on its snout. Yeah. And then the predator rises up behind it and the bear's like, oh shit, and comes back. And then the predator kicks the shit out of it and, and I think wins. He just punches it. <laughs> he, he punches it. But then he eventually holds it above his head. And it's actually the big slice that he's made and all the blood pouring down that kind of reveals what he looks like, but not completely. So he's it's like, like just. He's drinking the blood or something, yeah. Yeah, but he gets this like sort of river of blood like, or rain of blood pouring down on him. And that's when she finally gets a good look of like roughly what he's head and yeah. stuff looks like and then she obviously swims for a life because oh shit he's scary <laughs> yeah and like the predator takes note of her but like clearly it was not interested like in because uh, he, he just wanted whatever whatever was winning you know she was yeah. she was the rabbit in this case she was the she was the prey and it was going after the bear because that was the challenge. And of course, I, I mean, for her, she, I don't think this moment has registered until the part that you already talked about, but like, she is just getting the heck out of there. And um, that's it. That's all she's concerned about. Yeah, it's not until later when she uh, is caught in the trap and he's chased her. It's right after she's encountered, the, or just before she encounters the Frenchman for the first time, mm-hmm. um, where he, he just doesn't do anything to her. And that's kind of the, 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 the moment that, not where she realizes it, but that's the moment where she's thinking about Lair, where she's like, oh, it, it just didn't do anything. Um, it, it went after everyone else. Because at that point, obviously, she, the, the guys that have been sent out to find her have you know, found her. So these three or four guys are like being mean to her. Um, you know, this is soon after the bear attack, which was obviously a great sequence. And it's the, the guy with the red feathers is kind of the main one. Like, he, like, starts to, like, he's like, okay, enough of this bullshit, you're going home now. And she tries to resist, and he pulls her back, and it becomes a fight where he's trying to throw punches at her, and she's dodging and punching him back. And it's very much a scene to show that, no, she can hold her own. She can, like, throw down and, like, fight it, you know. She, like, knees him in the face at one point, yeah. Yeah, she's she's not holding back. She's, like, proper fighting this dude. And eventually, Mm -hmm. like, because she's outnumbered, like... You know, one of them comes in and like puts a stop to it, and like they're going to take her back to camp. But it like it's a really good little sequence to show that like, no, she is going to keep fighting no matter what, and it's like yeah, shows a determination. I mean, there is a point where she like gets up and he's hurt, and she's still like, no, this fight's not over, and like goes yeah, back yeah. towards him and tries to tries to finish it without like, even though she had an opportunity to probably just leave from there. Yeah, but they had to chase her. Like, this is the thing. Like, I think the, it doesn't feel vindictive or like she wants revenge. It feels like she knows she's not proven yet for them to leave her alone. Yeah. Uh, so she, she goes and yeah, it's a really good little facing. Like I wasn't expecting such a good like, you know, hand to hand combat scene. I mean, it's no they live, but it's pretty. <laughs> no, good, yeah. no, it's not that. But it was a really good sequence. It was definitely more brutal than I was expecting it to be. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, because she gets punched in the face. I mean, the first couple of times they tries to punch her in the face, she dodges it, and you're like, oh, they're not going to go there. But then eventually he does punch her in the face, and it's like, oh, okay. So she's taking the licks. She's yeah. going to have to keep on coming. Um, but then, of course, the Predator shows up, uh, and th- this is where we get the red laser sights, and like the red fellow is just like, what's this? What's going on? What's, what's this magic magic beams? <laughs> what is this? Yeah, yeah, it was good acting on this. He, like, he really just it was like, I've never seen... Yeah. I don't understand what's happening. Yeah, and, and these two buddies are looking at each other like, what's going on? Because there's, there's four of them, but one of them's waiting to take a shit. <laughs> so he's away just now. Um, so it's the... funny because it uh, makes me think of Birdemic. <laughs> <laughs> 
hey, people had to shit in the 1700s. It's true. You know? He makes a point, like, do you want me to do it here where everybody's hanging out, or should yeah. I go away? Like, no, no, yeah. go ahead, go. go. <laughs> yeah, so... Uh, and we see that the, the Predator doesn't have his, like, I don't know, laser blaster, whatever you want to call it. Um, instead, it fires, like, metal arrows, effectively. Uh, mm-hmm. So it's kind of interesting to think, okay, that... And I, this actually makes sense to me in a weird way, because if you think about it, we have laser lights ourselves now, but we don't have laser blasters. So, effectively, this actually tracks with the, the like how technology is progressing in real life. <laughs> yeah, we don't have plasma rifles yet, but... <laughs> no, no, but we have laser sights. We, we have laser sights. Exactly. Yeah. So, this makes some amount of sense. I mean, obviously, they're still more advanced than us because they have spaceships, <laughs> but... <laughs> obviously. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, so... I, I thought that was neat. Yeah, the idea that they don't have their cool like you know metal mask yet that has you know lots of other doohickeys on it it's kind of interesting i thought um i i don't know if we've seen this before or if something i missed but like the the three dots we're used to i haven't seen it where like the three dots separate to three different points on the body at once yeah i don't think so i don't remember it was going for the vitals right like one went through the heart one went through the eye for the brain and i don't know maybe the other one went for the balls i'm not sure (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> where the third one went. <laughs> um, well, one went to his hand, because he held up his hand. That's right, the hand. And it went yeah. in there, so... Uh, two vitals, and then... Just the one that he was following, I guess. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, yeah, that, that, so, so it's a fun take on it, and I even seen the other two guys try to fight it, and, you know, one getting, like, their arm, like, cut off at one point, and just... You know, the, the the last guy like jumps with a spear. He's like, bless him. He's trying, but he's not even got a chance. These are the ones that didn't listen to her. That didn't nope. take her seriously. Nope. And when she runs out into the field, uh, to women. <laughs> when she runs out into the field, the one who was uh, having a shit, uh, he's there and he's like, wait, he's like, shh, you know, like, crouch down, uh, <laughs> like, you know. Uh, like I've got him I'm going to like shoot him with the arrow and of course like the laser sight and she and this is the cool thing about this is that over the course of the movie from this point she is learning gradually how his tech works because she sees the dots on his body and goes no he has us that we need to move like that means he's going to fire something at us and then we get our 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 long grass scene like the raptors in Lost World I like this shot a lot you know it works well in the Lost World it works well here oh the top down shot where you see yeah. the, the invisible predators running after them yeah yeah, that's, Don't that's go good. into the long grass. Yeah. <laughs> I don't think it really mattered whether they went in this case. <laughs> no, I, I just think the shot, you know, yeah, shot's good. Yeah, works yeah. really well because you, you can't see the predator, but you can see the trail of him. Uh, yeah, yeah. Really gaining speed on everyone or the two of them while they're running. Yeah, it was a fun... It was a, yeah, I keep saying that. I've said this like five times now, but it was a fun sequence. Like, there's so many fun sequences that just feel inventive. Mm-hmm. Like, they thought about how can we use the Predator in this time period? How can we use him against the weapon types that the characters are using? How can we use him in different scenarios here? Because, uh, you know, it could end up feeling very similar to the first movie if they weren't careful where, oh, it's in a forest, you know, the first one was in a jungle. Like, towards the end of the film where uh, Nauru starts um, making some traps on trees and stuff, I'm like, yeah, this is not that dissimilar to what Arnold was doing at the end of the first movie. Yeah, I mean, that thought uh, crossed my mind when, like, the premise of the film came up. It's like, well, like, how do how do you even compete when you don't have technology against the 
predator but like that's how arnold defeats him in the first one is just oh, for with, sure yeah. you know sticks and but, but and, that's and things that they could fall into and but that in, that in of itself is a risk though because if it feels too similar to that in the first movie it, like the, the third act of this could have felt like a dud it could have felt like oh it's just doing that but it never felt like it was doing the same thing again it always felt like it was doing its own spin on it yeah so <laughs> you know that's uh i think that's important and i, I think it, it keeps finding ways to do that and so then she is you know she runs into a like a a bear trap or whatever it is uh and it's a fur trap yeah yeah and then like the, the three frenchmen come out looking really pompous with their big beards and uh yeah you immediately hate them because they're <laughs> well they're they're white people in america and you know versus the comanche tribe and then also they're french yeah <laughs> and we realized quite quickly they were the poachers who killed all the buffalo and they are just kind of like obnoxious like it, they never like do anything with it but there's a point where she's like in the cage because you know she wakes up in a cage after they knock her out and like the, the leader the, the main sort of fat french dude is talking to like he's you know he's second in command or whatever and they're sort of laughing and looking at her and smiling as if like oh this might get really dark soon like they may have some plans for her mm-hmm. uh and you never like see anything like that or it never goes down that path but like i got the impression that's what they were maybe alluding to for later um but there is one of them who speaks uh not english but speaks <laughs> their you know the comanche language uh but obviously we were watching the version in english uh yeah. where we we get english there is a version there's a there's a dub uh in comanche if you want to watch it that way um i, I heard about that yeah um which i mean i, I wonder f- if the if the french people i guess the french people wouldn't be uh like subtitled or anything because they're not in this no they still be a neat decision yeah they still just be speaking french with no subtitles which you know if you're french give us the give us the lowdown what, what, did they say anything interesting <laughs> i mean i i picked up a, a, some things but it wasn't it was all just like mean-spirited stuff oh sure f- f- that i could pick up anyway <laughs> tara knows, knows the bad words right that's <laughs> that's that's been assessed uh, throw your cat away, would you please? I, I don't know what he's doing. He's got a weird spot now. Uh, he, he, like, rubbed his face on the volume for this for my sound, so he was really loud for a moment. Uh, you know, he's it, a cat. I can't I can't choose when it's time to cuddle. He chooses, and it, he likes to choose when I do this. So. Okay, okay. Well, it's very distracting, though. What? There's a big kitty in this movie. He wants to be part of it. <laughs> okay. Uh, what do you think, guys? What's your review? Terrible. The kitty cat died. <laughs> yeah, you're right. There you go. Uh, let's discuss his review. What everyone was hoping for. <laughs> so, yeah, uh, his brother's there as well, though. His brother's also been captured because we knew he was out looking for her elsewhere. You know, they, they said that uh, when they found her. And they, you know, are being bastards, generally. Uh, and they, but they know that something's out there. They, don't, they obviously don't know exactly what the predator is, but they suspect that something's out there, and they're going to use, you know, Naru and her brother as bait. So they tie them up, and we get this kind of like fog of war. It's really misty, right? Yeah, it looks like it's a forest fire, right? Like, um, yeah, because all the trees are burnt up, and everything looks like a like a cloud. It's like they've cleared out an area, yeah, and it's all the smoke still fresh. But they they've got them tied up in the middle of all this. And this is actually probably the biggest set piece of the movie, I would say, is mm-hmm. this sequence because they're, you know, the, the Predator comes and kills a few of them that are watching from a distance already, 
But when the Predator actually ends up in the middle of this, like, burn forest, and, like, our main characters are there trying to get out of their, their binds, and eventually Naru does it by, like, getting the Being bear trap. Yeah, and dropping the rock and having the, their bind, like, over it and whatever. But this is just a set-piece after set-piece moment of the Predator fighting these Frenchmen, and it is... So much gore. <laughs> it's very entertaining. Yeah, it's full, of, it's full of cool stuff, like him uh, ripping arms off, cutting arms off, uh, heads <laughs> getting stabbed into, all sorts of things. Uh, the funny moment, though, for me comes when... So he's got this like cool shield that kind of forms. It goes... Duh, 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 and like sort of forms. Uh, he uses that to like cut someone's head off for a start uh, against a tree, which is really nasty. And then, like, three guys shoot him at once with their big muskets, and obviously doesn't do anything. They just bounce off of his uh, shield. But it's a really funny moment, because it's, these are old guns that have to be reloaded manually after yeah. every shot. So they all just quickly start trying to, like, you know, like, hastily try yeah, and, like, load look at each gunpowder. Like, oh no, we need more. <laughs> uh, it's really funny, because it's kind of, like, almost like a... No, it's not a joke to the first movie, but it's almost, you know, in the first movie, like, it's like, you know, six guys with these giant machine guns just, like, mowing down the forest. And then this movie, it's like, the guys with the guns, like, they get one shot, and it's like, oh no! Oh no! <laughs> like, <laughs> we have nothing else to, to do. Uh, so, yeah, a lot of really funny stuff. Uh, there's a lot of great sequences, uh, like, one guy sort of, like, sneaks up in front of him, so there's this great shot where the Predator's on one side of the frame, and the guy with the big musket's on the other side of the frame, and the, the shot just bounces off of his mask and like uh, ricochets back into the, the the shooter and he gets killed mm -hmm. instead so also kind of funny but the shot where he's actually about to take the the hit is actually quite good it's like a really cinematic uh framing yeah yeah, yeah. Uh, there's a lot of the predator kind of in silhouette here as well because of the 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 setting that they've got them in right now the fog and everything too yeah it's, it's really good stuff um so that stuff's great when you know and then she helps the Frenchman who gives her the gun, which yes, this acknowledge it, it's the gun from Predator 2. I'm not quite sure how it ends up um with the Predators eventually, because she has it at the end, so um, there's another story there. <laughs> well, did you watch until the mid credits thing? Oh, I don't remember any mid credit. It's not a scene. But during the credits, it's like sort of the drawings telling the story of the movie. Oh, I no, I didn't watch those. No. So at the very end, when it finishes doing that, it shows you Predator ships arriving at the camp. Uh, so, admittedly, how they get possession of the gun they then give to Danny Glover's character in Predator 2 is unclear, but presumably this is like the end of Predator 2 where they show up and just to retrieve the body because she has mm -hmm. the, you know, the head and that when she comes to camp. Uh, Presumably, they, they show them respect and, like... Maybe she know. gives it to them as an offering. Maybe, yeah. Uh, but it is the exact gun. Uh, in fact, at one point, when she looks down at it, it's the exact same shot, almost, of when uh, Danny Glover's holding it in Predator 2. Yeah. Just to really make it clear. Um, very cool. Very cool that they decided to do that. Yeah. The sequels uh, matter, especially Predator 2. Only Predator 2. <laughs> I don't care about Predators. We can forget, forget Predators ever happened. Thank you very much. Big Willie approves. What? Explain Big Willie approves. Well, wait. Big Willie is the the Rastafarian guy in the in uh, Predator Two. 
Ah. Oh. Remember, it was like the dumbest scene. <laughs> okay, okay. I remember that line, obviously. Big Willie will see you now. <laughs> Here, Willie is a word for penis, so Big Willie is just a hilarious name yeah, but... in general. That's uh, a universal thing. So, <laughs> yeah, um, yeah, you know, so the, the French guy doesn't last long, admittedly, but he, he wants some medical attention, to, 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 and he offers to show her how to use the gun, which he does, um, and she gets, like, a, one of the Predator's to, like toys out of his leg. It's like a, sort of, like, it's like a metallic sort of thing like that unwinds. It's slap wrist yeah. things. <laughs> but, but more lethal. But very, yeah, but it'll, if you do it to your wrist, it'll cut your hand off. <laughs> yes. Yes. Uh, I mean, you know, we get this great scene here where, where the Predator's there, but the brother comes in heroically to, like, save her. And, like, the brother dies here, ultimately. But he has, like, moments of defiance. You know, he jumps up to stab the Predator again when the Predator might begin after her. Because uh, she yells at him. She, you know, again, there's a lot of really inventive little touches here that kind of make it fun, that make it... Like, they're using the various, like, tools that the Predator has, or how these characters understand what the Predator is up until this point, and to how to, like, combat it. Um, and, you know, she does, you know, she tries to fire the gun, but it doesn't work, you know, so she she has to try and refill it, um, all the rest of it. She sees oh, here how... These are very complicated. Yeah. She sees here how the laser sight works as well, because, you know, she sees that the, uh, the arrow kind of, like, you know, actually finds its target based on where the laser's pointing, which is important for later as well. All this stuff. Um, which is basically all just, like, building up to, like, when she goes away, she's like, I'm going to kill this thing. I'm going to take it on. And she puts her war paint back on. She sets up some traps, some spikes and some trees and stuff like that. She places the Predator mask somewhere. I, I don't think you realize when she first places it where it is. Obviously, it's not until later when the Predator falls into the mud that you realize, oh, it's that location from earlier on. Um, and the whole, the whole plans to... Uh, basically trick him into shooting himself with his arrows because he can't mm -hmm. see that he's he's targeting the back of his head with the the laser sight because uh, you know she sneaks up behind him and shoots him in the back of the head which puts him down for like a, a little bit and she just grabs the mask and runs off and that's how she gets it um and up until that point he probably wasn't going to bother with her but that moment she shoots him in the back of the head it's like okay <laughs> that's uh, that's humans getting it yeah you've made him angry he's pissed uh, and there's a lot of fun stuff again where she, she, he's, you know, she she makes him cut off his own arm with his shield because he, he goes to shield the hit with the spear and it spins into his arm that he's got stuck in the tree because he's trying to stab her. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. A lot of this is actually kind of funny on how, how bad the predator is against her at the end because, again, I think it's just because like everyone else in the movie, they just underestimated how clever she was, how smart she was. You can sort of see this being definitely being written by the same guy who did 10 Cloverfield Lane. Sure, yeah. I mean, also had a badass, you know, female lead who yeah. had to, like, ultimately save herself. Like, that's kind of mm -hmm. what that movie was, and this kind of has a bit of that, too. Uh, and, yeah, the, the chill stuff's great. At one point, like, he tries to, like, because he, he can make it close in someone's, like, head to decapitate them, which he did earlier. And he tries mm -hmm. to do it to her, but she sticks her head in between two rocks, which kind of blocks it. So she's kind of like, oh, okay, right, this is kind of saving her for now. Um, it is tense, though. It does look like it might get through the rock at one point. And I do like that it's not afraid to play some moments as, like, heroic and happy. Like, 
the moment when the dog shows up with their tomahawk in its mouth and she sort of yells for it and she starts running towards the predator in slow motion as the dog's like throwing the the tomahawk at her so she can like stab it and like get it in position for the the trap uh like i thought that was actually a really good like like i, I got excited i was like yeah yeah like do the it. dog gets to be the hero too yeah <laughs> it's a good moment um good good movie dog and then there's kind of a callback here she didn't i mean i'm thankful they didn't have her say exactly what arnold said but it was obviously similar to i'm here do it now yeah do it right Come now on, do it <laughs> Yeah, uh, but she does say, "Come on, do it, do it." Uh, and then I also love that after she wins, she like she she lets out this like battle cry, this yell, mm-hmm. and I kind of loved it. It was like, you know what, you earned that yell. <laughs> you do it. Oh yeah, <laughs> scream, scream to your heart's content. She's awesome. She's a great protagonist. Yeah, um, I mean, I already like the actress anyway, but so it was actually cool, like, kind of cool to see her in this lead role where she gets to be the star of the whole thing and gets to. You know, have this arc, have this thing where she's the underappreciated, underestimated character who mm-hmm. ultimately is going to prove herself. And even to the point where maybe she has been a little reckless at times and been a little, little stupid. You know, arguably her going out there to fight this mysterious thing. Like you yeah. understand why you understand why she's motivated. You understand why she feels she needs to. But it maybe it has been reckless. Maybe maybe like there is some honesty and like maybe you should not well i mean she hasn't really been trained by anybody specifically she's yeah. do, have been doing this on her own but you know it's because also she has to prove herself so much that you know she sees how everybody else dies oh, yeah guess um and i think what's neat about that is <laughs> as well is it's the idea that putting a predator movie in this this time period when people were in tribes and you had to hunt to survive and hunting was like obviously like a really core like like something that all like basically most of the men if not all the men had to do for the for the tribe is mm-hmm. that it kind of puts it in a time where the where the uh, kind of the ideals and the code that the predator has matches the humans a bit more because humans mm-hmm. have kind of went past that and beyond that so by the time that we're seeing arnold and co fight the predator they, you know they, their purpose is not to hunt animals or, or anything like that yeah they are killers and that still kind of rings true, but it's very different. It's all, it's all you know, covert and, you know, uh, political and stuff. Whereas yeah. this does line up a bit more with, like, the idea of, like, the hunter of the tribe having to prove themselves. And they even have a name for, the like, their first big hunt, where they hunt something that's hunting them. They say that a few times early on. Uh, like, that kind of mirrors a bit more of what the Predator rite of passage is. So, inherently, it just feels like... It is a bit more of an even fight, even though in your head going into it, you're thinking, how is this fair without, you know, a minigun and, <laughs> like, explosives mm-hmm. and all these other things? So Yeah, exactly. I mean, it's, uh, you know, obviously, right, I'm against hunting oh, yeah. <laughs> in general, but I would never go to, like, an indigenous tribe in the 1700s and be like, you guys shouldn't eat animals, you know? <laughs> yeah, like not that. much that choice. Be, that uh, would be ridiculous. Yeah. But yeah, so, like, I think the Predator movie is a great example of why hunting is a bad thing, because, like, what if you were the one being hunted? You know, it kind of flips it. You know, these big, strong men who are super capable at and very good at killing are all of a sudden the prey. Um, where in this case, it does, you're right, it does feel more like this is a even the philosophies here are even and they're both it's a survival thing um even like hunting the thing that's hunting you in this case is a, a predator like a like a big cat that's out in the you know it's going to keep killing so we, we have to go get take care of it and make sure we're still on top 
Yeah. And, and just from a mythology perspective, the idea that this is the first time a predator was on Earth, like, the fact that it lost and a human was able to defeat it would probably be why they see it as like, oh, this is good. This is good. This is a good yeah. challenging planet. This is yeah. a good hunting grounds. Yeah, maybe if we were easy, they wouldn't have come back so many times. Yeah. <laughs> maybe she's actually doomed us. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Um, so I, I think that's that's cool. And I think, yeah, well, there is some nice like ties to, you know, the other, some of the other movies. It is kind of neat that you can just pick and choose which ones you think are like, you know, relevant or because let's face it, we'd all like to forget all the, the stuff the Predator tried to add to the lore. Like, we could forget about it wanting, like, specimens because, and taking... It wants the spines. Yeah, the spines, because they're, they're experimenting with, like, working on, like, hybrids and things and shit, yeah. yeah. Uh, like, I'm happy to sort of just forget that and not have that be canon, thank you very much. Uh, <laughs> so, that's cool. <laughs> yeah. But... Yeah, I, honestly, like this is a lean film. It is a very simple idea, but it always stays true to what it is. It spends time letting us to really get to know our main character and appreciating her skills, what she's good at, and rooting for her against the other humans before we finally root for her against the Predator. Because the Predator, we, like, because he's the cool movie monster, we kind of inherently like him. You know, like, you know, we're excited to see him. We're excited to see him kill most of the humans. Like, there's only a few that we care about that we're like, ah, no, 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 don't. I lo- I, yeah, obviously. Like, I think that's why you don't have to like withhold the predator for so long in this movie because like this is technically the seventh film. So, um, if you include the AVP stuff, so like we know what the predator is and what he's about, and we just want to see him be intimidating. And I think it's a really cool balance of like, okay, we're going to show the predator, but it's going to be invisible for most of the film. I, I think, and I think you have to build to him though a little bit because the oh, way that the pre- build. Yeah, because the way the Predator just, like, shows him, like, on, like on the ship right at the start of the film, or the last one, mm-hmm. and this is the same problem happened with, uh, like, the last AVP movie as well. Like, you just see them, like, chilling and, like, getting ready to leave the ship, like, right at the start of the movie. And it's like, you've just shown me them already. Like, what? Like have a little bit of build. Like, let, let me be excited the first time I hear their purr, or the first time mm-hmm. I hear their, uh, you know, their, their, their heat vision sound, and, you know, build up but to it a little like, bit. Like, even the first thing we get in this movie is we hear the ship approaching earth oh, yeah. and we know yeah. that is not a natural sound so we're like already we're like ooh, it's from her perspective she thinks this is a sign from you know some thunderbird you know thing in their culture that it's a good omen for her and i mean technically it is in a way unless you, you know really loved her brother and <laughs> it's a bad omen but <laughs> it's um oh my god <laughs> okay guys you've crossed the line <laughs> Sorry, Katie. We'll cuddle after. <laughs> Too many emojis now. I'm not an emoji person. That was my cat. Yes. Yes. Continue. I totally lost my train of thought. <laughs> of, like, Thunderbird stuff or whatever. That I, I just... Uh, yeah, it's just little teases like that. Like, we know that's Predator. We're excited. Little, you know, invisible foot. We know that's Predator. The ant walking over into the sky um the net that comes out the three dots yeah yeah there is a build it's all very familiar nostalgic stuff but it's still like uh 
it's still hidden from us. Yeah, there's, there's, there still should be a build where you don't show them, like you, st- you still show them cloaked for a bit before you show them fully. Like you, you still do that because there's still a bit of anticipation and hype for it. Uh, you, you don't just mm-hmm. show them c- completely at the start. People like, looking up in the trees and early on too, like thinking they heard something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, we, you mentioned the net actually. I forgot to mention that during the the forest, you know, the the fired, the burned forest scenes. What should I say? Mm-hmm. Um, he does use the net on someone and we actually see it from underneath where it kind of like all like sucks in again into this little like disc container so it feels extra grisly compared to when we've seen them use the net before oh uh, yeah i thought it was a nice spin um yeah yeah on that so definitely i i did a little cheer inside for the death of that poor frenchman <laughs> Ack, most of them were awful they're though. awful but like no one deserves to die by net. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, uh... Yeah, like, it's not... I, I don't have a lot of negatives. I really don't. You know, I, yeah. I, I got them out of the way at the start, or which few little nitpicks I had. Um, and really, the only thing is is that it's not this astronomical second coming of a movie that the, the hype almost made it feel like it was going to be for, like, a brief window in time. You yeah. know? You know, I, I still think the first Predator is the better movie, but uh, this is a really inventive, fun take on the premise, and it it does use all of the tools that it has. It, it explores how these types of characters will react to it, how you can use the setting to sort of say something about the Predator and the main character because they kind of are similar, and then how it uses you know all of its tools, and then ultimately how she uses its tools against them, like. All of these things are what makes a Predator movie fun. And I do think there's a danger in just doing, like, because uh, I've seen people in the last couple of days, uh, uh, what a Viking Predator movie, what a, a samurai Predator movie. And these, I'm sure, could be great. They, they could be. Um, I think there's a danger of, like, overdoing it with that if, you, if you're going to, like, have a similar kind of, like, structure each time. I think mm-hmm. what I would suggest doing for another movie would be have the Predator be in a location and a setting that's unintentional for it um you know something that wouldn't be a traditional hunting ground like what if uh, a predator say crashes in the water and ends up getting getting onto like a like a cruise ship or something or you know <laughs> a big ship you know so it's like a slightly different type of setting where this isn't a natural hunting ground but it's ended up there so we have to deal with the fact that there's a predator on a ship or something you know i guess but then like why would the predator i mean it would kill for survival it wouldn't be a hunt anymore uh, true. There's all I mean, there's, there's things to iron out. Like you know, maybe US is present day, presumably. So maybe the secret organization that's like tracking them is looking for it. And but maybe that's why you get shot down. Maybe, maybe like some Earth like jets like shot shot the ship down. <laughs> yeah. And maybe they're hunting the predator, so we get like a predator on a cruise. Maybe, maybe they know. Maybe there is a there is a cycle to things, and they're like, you know what? It's been seventy years. It's about time another predator showed up. Let's be ready. I don't know. I'm just I'm I'm saying something that's a little bit more specific than just pick a different time period with a different type of warrior, which you could do. Uh, I'm a little concerned yeah, you that it could would get. Do. I, I, I I think I, it could get repetitive if they just do that, though. Yeah, I agree. I mean, this one felt appropriate, you know, because we had so many like, okay, this predator was the first movie, and then we do a little bit more, add to a little bit more to the lore until it gets a, a bit too ridiculous. Um, by the last one where it was just like we don't like this at all um and i think that if you want to keep this franchise going 
God, I, I don't know. Like, I mean, uh, yeah, Samurai sounds cool, but it it's already going into the land of, like, redundant to me. Yeah, it's instantly. like, there's a few interesting action sequences you can probably picture in your head, but I don't necessarily think there's something cool about that. Because, um, you know, what made Predator 2 fun was that it was in a city. It wasn't about, you know, a different time period or anything. Um, I think you could do something else that's present day or something else that's in the past, but you know, make it be maybe like in a war zone or something. I mean, that's a little bit first Predator too, but it, like an actual like war zone. But I, I'm just saying, make it something other than just uh, a setting and a like a the type of people that are around. You know, I, I mean, I know the city is a setting, but what I mean by that is like it's not just you know a, a specific country or something. Like a city is so different from a jungle. Like it inherently just makes it. Do you different. still want your suburban high school? versus predator i, I mean i kind of do yeah, yeah but obviously done well you know done better than uh that that previous <laughs> example mm-hmm. um yeah i guess all i'm really saying is is that you can't just necessarily borrow the same structure again you have to do something else and i think part of the reason why this movie works so well is that this main character is so different to every main character that we've ever had in a predator movie this mm-hmm. you know this uh, young woman a uh, warrior who needs to prove herself, who actually has an arc, which is very different to, like, you know, I mean, and it's not to say that there's not an arc of some sort in the original Predator, but it's very different because it's not, you know, it's not like Arnold starts the movie with this like, thing he needs to get over or this thing that he needs to grow from, you know? Well, he is pretty cocky in the beginning. <laughs> you know, it's, it's, not, it's not like that, right? It's a little bit different. So they gave the main character a story and an arc to sort of like frame the movie around. So I think that's key number one. You have to give me a different type of main character. Um, and and Predator Two to an extent does that as well, where it's now a detective who's just trying to like you know police and like figure out what's going on. It's very different to you know either this or the original Predator. So I think if you're going to do another one, I would say okay, you want to do one set in Japan and Samurai Times, but give me a very different type of character. Don't give me a young character who has to prove himself because that'll just feel like this one. Give me mm-hmm. maybe give me the agent Samurai who like thinks he's done but maybe this is his last hurrah like he can do one last fight to prove himself i mean he's still proving himself i suppose but you know we like, get, something we get a little bit of that in predators doesn't matter but it is like one of the best scenes in the movie though is that we're getting you know the possible samurai versus yeah predator but that, that movie moment. was boring as shit so i don't care <laughs> yeah it's not good it's oh god predators are so boring like it really is <laughs> I, I, you know, I, I see some people ranking that higher than Predator Two, and I don't know what they're thinking. I don't, I don't get it. I really don't. Yeah. Predator Two is way more entertaining and fun. I, I just, I do not fathom it. Agreed. Yeah. So. I don't know if I put Predator Two over this one because I do think this movie's better, but I. It, but yeah, I mean the nostalgia thing's tough to beat. Plus, it's got Busey. It's got Busey. It's got Paxton. Yeah. That's hard to hard to counter that, but um. Oh, did you see on Twitter? Oh, you, you don't have Twitter, but like I'll tell you on Twitter, uh, Jesse Ventura was tweeting about how much he liked the movie. Good for him. And he was saying how how much how, how much of a great star uh uh Mid Thunder is. So yeah, that's what they said to me. It is great that they actually had you know a cast of um, people with Native American descent. Mm-hmm. That's pretty cool. Not that, you know, you can get away with that now, but it does feel like a movie that is very of 
you know, it's very mature and very of now and making the right decisions versus like the last one that came out only four years ago and it felt like super dated <laughs> and wrong. Yeah, so it felt dated the day it came out. It was it was, yeah. it was a weird, weird uh, feeling with that movie, but yeah. Hey. Uh, but yeah. Anything else you'd like to add about Prey? Uh, just super thankful that it exists and that it's great, you know. <laughs> Thank, thank goodness. Thank you, Dan Trachtenberg. Please make more movies. Also, what the heck? Like, I'm sure you will. Taking all this time off. I'm sure you will. Like between <laughs> between, ten, I mean, did some TV episodes. That's kind of what you'd been doing in between. But between this and Ten Cloverfield Lane, I have to imagine you'll get work. I have to imagine you'll be, you'll be wanted. <laughs> yes. For projects, so. Yeah, I mean, he's a name. Come on, make films. Yeah. Uh, Unless you don't have, I guess if you don't have something that in mind, then you could take some time off. I'm, I'm sure about something. I mean, he's been, he's been tweeting about it. He's happy. He's proud of the film. Uh, Great. I know. So, uh, yeah. Hopefully, you too. I hope, I hope this means that we get more of him as a director and we get more of Mid Thunder and, and movies. I, I want both of those things after this, which is. Yeah, I really enjoyed her character in this um, and her acting in this too. Very good. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. All right. Well, I guess we'll rate the movie then. Uh, what are you rating Prey? Um, I know what I rated Predator 2, so I'm going to give this one 8.5 because I do think it's slightly a better film. Um, and I don't know, like, uh, maybe with more viewings as it gets, uh, you know, uh, maybe I appreciate it even more later on and it goes up on my ranking. But at the moment... I think 8.5. Very, very good film. Yeah, I, I'm going to go with uh, Solid 8 uh, right now. Again, maybe when, when, as I see it more, uh, it'll, it'll inch up. But I, I think it's just a really solid, great movie. Uh, not, like, amazing. This has, you know, changed, you know, how I see movies. It's not better than the original. It's not life-changing, yeah. Yeah. Uh, it's just a really great, solid movie. That does things, mm -hmm. does what it's doing very well, is well shot, has a compelling main character. Um, it, it, like, but you know, it's, it's, just, it's this weird thing where I'm, I'm, you know, I'm, I'm saying all this, I'm rating it an eight, and to me, you know, that's a great score. Eight means great, you know, it rhymes, simple, effective, easy to remember. But, <laughs> but, like, you know, like, th this is, t to me, this is such a solid movie, and it's kind of like just showing what, uh, like, you know, all, all the movies I'm not giving this score that come out these days, you know, all, you know, all the crappy horror movies that I watch with Tim on streams that are that are weak. A lot of the superhero movies that come out, like this, is just a really compelling, well thought out standalone movie, and it feels very fulfilling because of it. And you know what? Between this crimes of the future and everything everywhere all at once, I'm having a good few weeks. You know. Yeah, I was just gonna say this is a really great year for for movies so far. Like I know last year and twenty twenty are a little bit like, come on, can we really blame it on the years? Uh, yeah, <laughs> maybe, but like, or maybe it's just a result of people having to work with the I... you know, fewer cast and and crew and like go to more isolated locations. I don't know, but this has been a really great year for movies, even horror. 2021 i still don't even have a top five never made a top 10 like and what i mean by that is i've seen more than 10 movies i've seen like 40 movies from 2021 i just don't think there's any good enough to put in a top 10 
Yeah. I mean, apart from like the, you know, the usual like great Pixar film that comes out, like it's, or even like 2021 is a really rough year for me, movies wise. 2022, on the other hand, like it's killing it. Yeah, you know, I've got a good handful now that I am happy to recommend, and I'm 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 excited about, and I'm 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 wanting to spread and tell people to see. Uh, Prey is one of those movies, uh, especially if you care about Predator in any way, shape, or form. Um, yeah. And I imagine this is the. I mean, you could watch this without having seen the other films. I, it might even bring in some new fans because just just because it's a new movie that's out on, on some services, and maybe they'll go back and uh, check out the, you know, one and two. You can leave the rest, but... <laughs> Wish I could watch this in theaters. BS. Yeah, yeah. This feels like it should have been a theater release. It, it feels... It's high quality enough that it felt like it should have been at least anyway. Yeah. So. Oh, well. It is what it is, but at least we got the movie. It exists. And that's the most important thing. And we got another 2022 movie next time, right? No. Oh. Oh wait, no, maybe we do. Actually, I thought we were doing nope next. You may be right. No, I think you're right. I think you're right. I I, I was thinking we're we're going straight on to the, the vote winner next, but I think you're right. Yes, I think uh, nope is finally out uh, in the UK, uh, so I can see it. Nice. Uh, I've already seen it, but I'll, I'll go back. I want to see it in IMAX because it is a really beautifully shot film. So hopefully, it's still playing in IMAX. I think so. I don't think there's anything that would have supplanted it. Yeah, I uh, I mean, I'll check after we're done recording to see if uh, this all maps out. But yes, in theory, we're doing Nope next week, so uh, yeah. look, look forward to that. Uh, but yeah, uh, that is that is Prey. Um, thank you very much for joining us. Hopefully you enjoyed our rambles about the film, and uh, hopefully you enjoyed the film. Give us your thoughts in the comments uh, down below or on Twitter, at Screams Midnight, or on our Discord, wherever, wherever uh, is convenient. Um but uh you can of course support us in a couple of different ways you can hit the super thanks button below the video for a one-time donation or you can support us where tara why that would be patreon.com slash mild fuzz tv where if you donate as little as three dollars per month you will get access to more reviews with us we do science fiction uh reviews for movies that are not quite at this caliber. Uh, <laughs> more the B movie tier, um, but but they are really fun. And if you enjoy bad movies and sometimes some real gems, you know there there's some real good ones over there. Like uh, Extra, that was a really like surprisingly good movie. Um, what else do we have that's really good over there? Uh, Philadelphia Experiment Two was a surprisingly good movie. <laughs> Peter might disagree. Uh, yeah, what? No, I, I'm not paying attention for a second. And Tara's spouting. Uh... Time Cop. I mean, that's a great movie. That's over there. People know that's uh, great. That's not. A, that's not a hidden gem. We just did. Uh, we just did all the um, Tremor sequels, so you can see the 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 journey and saga of Burt Gummer over on Patreon. And anyway, if you um, enjoy more of us, we also have a new program that's going to be over there at the $5 tier. Huh? Finally, remember to promote the new show. <laughs> Yay! I, I, I hate you. It's called The Ace Meltdown. We get together once a month, starting in August 2022, just in case you're watching this much later. Uh, and we just talk about the different movies we've been watching. Uh, not in depth like we do like when we just have a one movie we talk about. But we'll just sit and talk about all the different films of different genres that we have been watching throughout the month uh, in short, sort of spoiler-free bites. Plus, there'll maybe occasionally be some talk of a trailer or something, or maybe if the 
maybe I'll uh, have some sort of icebreaker for the start of the show. But we haven't recorded the first one yet, so I, I don't know. It's not set in stone yet, but the main part is just talking about what movies we've been watching over the past month. So, yes, that's coming soon. Uh, so there you go. Uh, yes, uh, and I'll take this time to thank our Patreon producers, which is why the higher tiers in Patreon. So thank you to Tyler Hess and the Palacios, David Sharp, Borneo, Christopher Moy, David Brown, Al Treisman, and Alison M. Fordyce. Thank you to you all, and uh, thanks to everyone who supports us in any way, shape, or form. All of it is appreciated and helps keep all the content coming. But that is the show. That is the Atomic Serum Experiment. Uh, that has been Prey. Um, so hopefully you enjoyed the movie. Hopefully you enjoyed the show. And we will see you soon. So keep watching science fiction and computer at Salsa. <laughs>